And what is up with it? This is Daniel Stackhouse here on Stream City for the second iteration of Panther Nation Radio. Everybody, welcome back. We're going to touch up on some sports that we didn't get the opportunity to get to last time. And we're going to get to some other sports that we have that we have yet to finish the stories on. And we also will have, later on this episode, senior track commit to KSU, Devin Barnett. We're going to get all of that right now. But first, we are going to start everything with golf. Recently, yesterday, the Prowler posted a Coach's Corner video, which is an exclusive video interview with golf head coach Burt Waller, in which we talked about how the team had been doing. Both teams have been pretty solid, but the boys team in particular, in his words, kind of haven't been com- haven't kind of been playing at the level that they're capable of playing at, especially at, especially when it comes to putting. But that's something that he intends to fix. The girls, on the other other hand, have been doing phenomenal throughout the entire season with very few very few troubles along the way. They had recently played in the area tournament and both had lost to Woodward. Who, which is a very phenomenal team within that region and and in golf in general. It's going to be a while for the golf team until they actually get to play at the state championship. That's not until mid-May. But the boys will be playing in the Trojan Invitational April 23rd through the 24th in Sunset Hill. So we're going to be able to tell you about that when that ends up happening. What's interesting about... The boys, both teams, is that they actually have a lot of depth. They have a lot of guys. The boys team have a lot of guys they can end up sifting through. And the girls, on the other hand, uh, the third score in golf is typically where where scoring gets tough. But they have multiple girls that can end up being that third score on any given day and end up making Stars Mo girls a very competitive team, regardless of what competition they're going to end up being in. They will be both of them will be playing in the state championship because they qualified after losing second to both after both qualified after losing to Woodward and placing second in the area tournament. That will be May 17th and 18th at Green Island in Columbus. The interesting thing about Green Green Island is that they have Coach Waller, despite having Goach for nine years. They have never played at Green Island in Columbus before, so it's going to be interesting for them to see the track and end up ironing out some kings to see if both of those golf teams can end up going for a state tournament, a state championship win this year. On to tennis, both teams have been running. This is going to be kind of quick, but the both tennis teams were runners up in the region of McIntosh. Boys won, and they went straight to the playoffs this week. The boys won round one against Forest Park, five to nothing, and they will play Union Grove sometime by the 24th, according to GHSA. And the girls beat Jonesboro four to zero, and they will also be playing Union Grove sometime by the 24th, according to GHSA. Unfortunately, that's all we have about tennis right now. When we have more information, we will give that to you. We're going to move on to track real fast. They had competed in the McEachern Invitational meet this past this past Saturday and had some pretty solid results. These include senior Cole Novi placing 11th in the 1600 with a time of four minutes and 27 seconds point seven seven. Junior David Bauer David Bowers placing 14th in the 110 hurdles with a time of 17.06. Senior Melo Jones playing, placing 15th in 300 hurdles with a time of 43 second 43.60 seconds. The boys. 4x4 team placing 7th with a time of 3 minutes and 29 seconds, 29.96 seconds. And Junior David Bowers again placing 2nd in the pole vault with a height of 13 foot 13.6. 13, 
Senior Joseph Rampey plays in 10th in the shot put with a, with a length of 45 even. And on the girls' side, Senior Allie Walker placing 5th in the 800 with a time of 22 minutes and 20.21 seconds. Junior Anderson Evans placing 9th in placing ninth in the two in the 100 hurdles, I believe, 16.43 seconds. The girls 4x4 four four, placing 5th overall with a time of 4 minutes and 12.54 seconds. I've been able to catch through a lot of a lot of a couple of the track meets within the past month, including the Friday Night Lights Invitational. And what I've noticed is that there's a lot of is that there's a lot of promising talent on this team, and the seniors have done a very good job at guiding this talent to think to the things that they're actually capable of doing. And they've had to, they've had to play a lot of tough competition, and even those even though these numbers these num these tenth places these these bottom top ten places may not be impressive at face value. When you actually look at competitions like Friday Night Lights and the McEachin Invitation when they're playing teams from and they're playing teams all the best teams and the track programs from across the state, across all classifications, it's pretty impressive that they can be consistently well within all these programs. Is this going to guarantee a state a state title for some of these? Honestly, I don't know. I would hope so personally, but that's something we're going to have to find out. And the road to that is going to be interesting. They will be having the region meet on Wednesday, April 28th. Sectional Saturday, May 8th. State will be May 13th through 15th. Even if they don't, even if we don't have some state champions, we we are eyeing some some points to be scored by some of our by some of our athletes. And we're gonna we at theproudnews.org are gonna get get you up to date on all of that as it happens. Next, we're going to be talking about boys, boys lacks. Like I said, they've been on a steamroll this season. A lot of good senior leadership. They had last time we talked, they were playing Macintosh for the region, looking for their fifth consecutive region championship in a row. Senior, and wouldn't you guess it? They won. Senior Luke Restrucci and Gabe Lopez led the team with two goals each, and the game actually ended up being kind of close with with a two to two tie after the first quarter, which with with McIntosh being the cross-state rival and the best competition we have really in this area, it's not really that surprising. And they really, for a moment, were giving us a run for our money. But Stars Mall slowly end up moving away throughout the game and ultimately ended the game in a 6-3 win, winning their fifth consecutive region championship in a row. Now, this is where it gets interesting because, as I've said before, and as most people at Stars Mall would know, the competition for boy for lacrosse across both boys and girls is going to be in the region, and they've proven that they can beat teams like Woodward, who is a really phenomenal team. But up as far as what's going to happen in the region, the state tur- the state tournament, I couldn't tell you. It's going to be some very interesting stuff, and I think everybody should go out and support those boys, the boys' Slacks team, as they begin their state tournament run next week. We will have more info on that on the next episode when that happens. When we come back, we are going to pick up with boys across and also, or sorry, we're going to pick up with girls across and we will also be recapping some events of baseball and the first two playoff games of the Stars Mill State postseason in the boys and girls soccer teams. Switch over to girls across. We've talked about it again. They've been playing phenomenally as a unit, and their big test was going to be against Macintosh, who at the time before the game was ranked number eight in A through five A. And 
what and it was expected to be a very tough battle for them. In some ways it was, but ultimately it really wasn't. They ended up hopping to a 4-0 lead very early and they kept that lead large throughout and e and beat that very tough Macintosh win by a score of 7-3. It's very good to know that both of our region both of our lacrosse teams have won region once again and they will be claiming top seeds heading into the playoffs next week. But if you remember from our last show, the Stars Mill girls lacrosse team has a very, very tough road schedule for the last game for the last week of the season. They schedule these games against Kell, Centennial, Lassiter, and Hillgrove. Only Centennial is a home game, but it's it's a really good way to battle test them. And what way to know that this team is getting very close to battle ready is winning 12 to 11 in overtime thriller against Kell this past Saturday. That's right. Hannah Leon ended up calling it in game. Kell, a very, very tough 6A, 7A team. It's very impressive to see Stars Mill pull, pulling that one out. And again, they end up beating three, Centennial 13-9 on Monday. And Lassiter, they beat them 10-5 yesterday. So if there's any indication that this, that this girls across team is about already, it's that. They have been these are some very, very tough matchups, and they have they have confronted them head on and they're beating them one after one after one. How's this gonna translate into teams like Woodward and especially Blessed Blessed Trini? I don't know. But what we've seen is that this if Stars Mill can beat some of the best teams in 5A and 1 through 5A and 6A through 6A and 7A, there's a good indication that this team can could go back to the state championship and play against Western Trinity and even have a chance at repeating. And that would be some really exciting stuff. They will be playing Hillgrove tonight at 6 o'clock in Hillgrove. If you're in the area, go check it out. And after that, it is on to the state tournament for them sometime next week. We will give you information as those details come to us. We're going to... Continue on with baseball. Like I said, baseball was going to be playing for opportunity of the region championship this past Thursday, and they did it. They did it. It was a very, it was a very fun game. Very tight contest. They were they were exchanging runs throughout the first few innings of the game, and Stars Mill ended up neck racking up a few runs midway through the game, and they end up getting a sizable a sizable lead. Through the final moments of the, through the final innings of the game, and even though they didn't get anything in the last few innings, they had that sizable lead to end up keeping McIntosh at bay. Their pitching was solid, their hitting was great, everything clicked for the Panthers. They may have had a few errors, but they got it done in the end. And Senior Che Yeager clinched it with a athletic dive to a just-in-time throw to first base for a four-through ground out that was amazing to see. Ended that game five to two with Stars Mill winning the Region 2 5A trophy. It didn't matter what happened at Northside the next day, which ultimately they didn't end up winning 10 to 8 that as well. They are two they are region champs and they will also be claiming a top seed into the playoffs. What's interesting is that maybe this may not have been the best situation for them because they're going to have to play against either Loganville or Greenbrier and both of those teams in the same region are two of the best teams in the entire state. And to play that team in the quarterfinals is a tall task. 
Are they capable of doing it? Of course. This team is capable of doing whatever they want. They are. They have shown that they can beat tough teams swiftly, but they have shown that they are. They can be their own worst enemy. Before I talk, before I give out anything else, I do want to mention that a mistake on my part. I had talked about uh, senior pitcher Eli Jones coming back. What I did not know is that he is actually getting Tommy John surgery during the summer, and he will no longer be pitching this year. But he will be playing in the infield at third base, so he is going to still have an impact on the team. And he does have a good arm to get those six through ground outs, and he does have that field awareness to where he is going to be a phenomenal presence at third base and a really good and a really good piece for this team as they end up going towards a playoff push. Which again, they're going to be playing against either Loganville or Greenbrier in the final in the Elite Eight. Very tough game, but I guess that's what makes that. That win very very sweet is getting that is getting those big wins on the way. We're gonna move on to boys soccer and girls soccer state playoff time. The first state cha- state playoff games of the postseason happened on Tuesday night, and go figure they were both both mercy rule games. Things look kind of spotty for Stars Mill after the loss against Matt. After the loss against McIntosh a couple weeks ago, and kind of concerning against a 3-0 loss against Harrison on senior night. However, they picked back up nicely, ended up scoring nine goals within the first 20 minutes of the first half, setting the game straight in the second half. Sarah Evans was really was phenomenal, pulling off a hat trick and then some. Senior Darby Olive, great as well. I think she had a hat trick as well. What was concerning for them is that. Late in the game, they struggled to finish the game, but ultimately they did. But I wonder if that's going to end up costing them later down the line. But that's something we're going to have to find out. They will be playing likely Union Grove next week. And that means they'll have to travel all the way down to McDonough, Georgia to play that game out. So if you're in that area, go support the Lady Panthers. On the boys' side, they act also mercy rule. Drew 10-0. Or sorry, 10-0. But ultimately, it was a bit longer than they expected it to, but they got it done in the end. A lot of things I said about this boys team last episode still rings true here. What's interesting about them is that they play together and and they can plug in guys anywhere and they can all make an impact. Senior Brooklyn Masillo, Jake Eubanks, Connor Mark, Connor Mark on the defense, but... Like I said, Jake Eubanks and Brooklyn Sill on the wings are phenomenal. Yeah, Keenan Godfrey, Keenan Godfrey and Austin Morrison in the midfield, giving them a lot of opportunities to set up these scores, and they keep on going and going and going after it. The defense, nearly unstoppable. All pieces work phenomenally, and it's looking good for them. But they are going to have a tough road ahead. But I would not – I am very excited to see them, and I think they can end up meeting and conquering every challenge that heads their way. I'm not sure who they will be playing next, but I will let you. But we will give you that information, and it will be on Monday. So we will talk about that next game on Monday, as it happens. The second round games, Lady Panthers at Union Grove, and I'm not sure of the boys matchup Monday at Panther Stadium and in Union Grove, Georgia. So go check those out. When we come back, we will be talking to senior. KSU track commit, Devin Barnett. We're going to go into a lot of different topics with him. So stay tuned, and here is a message from our sponsors. The Prowler would like to thank the following sponsors for their continued support of student journalism at Stars Mill High School. Tim Monahan and Farmers Insurance, Mahaffey Orthodontics, 
Pinewood Inspections, Advanced Physical Therapy, and Search America. Welcome back for our last segment of the day. We are going to be talking with a special guest, a track phenom, a national, a nationwide decathlete, uh, Kennesaw State University commit, senior Devin Barnett. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So just kind of, how are you doing right now, man? I'm doing good, doing good. So let's kind of just get a little bit to know about you in general. So first of all, how did you get into track? Well, my dad did it when he was in high school and then Obviously, middle school I started, and then the coach in there with Coach Roth, I fell in love with it. She was a great coach that really took it serious and made me see the potential I had. What did you see in middle school that really kept you going through high school? Just the competition, really. I love competing. I love seeing people get better throughout training. And how, how was that, you know, seeing through your progression in the first few years of your high school career? Because, you know, I know you went from Whitewater and then you went to Stars Mill. So how was that for you? Um, it was good. At Whitewater, we did a lot of base training, you know, running stuff. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have any field event uh, practice, you know, like no high jump mats or pole vault pits. And, but I, I, I excelled at the hurdles there. I was uh, mainly a hurdler there and a 400 guy. Oh, and then... Uh, then I transferred over here to Stars Mill because mainly because of the facility, and it was it was very nice to have a good a broad amount of coaches out here. So you competed in a multitude of events. So what got you into the whole decathlete thing instead of just a one or a handful of events? Well, really, my whitewater coach, my hurdler coach, uh, he noticed that I was a, I was an athlete that I can compete in pretty much any event well. And I took it serious that 10th grade summer year, and I tried it out. And then my first decathlete, decathlon was in Arizona, or Nevada, actually. And I fell in love with it. It was very fun uh, meeting the people there and get, gaining knowledge on what the event is and how it should be done. What's the most fascinating thing about being a decathlete? Um, really just the bonds you make over the, with the, your competitors. You're competing with them, but then they're like brothers to you at the end of it because you spend two days with them. And you're excited with their any PRs that they make, and they're excited for any PRs you make. And moving on, you kind of – and let's talk about preparing for the senior season. As you last season, what was your mentality heading into this year? Uh, really was to be a state champion in three events, my both the hurdles and possibly high jump. And then, unfortunately, I got hurt, which kind of took a damper on things, but – the, I, I was coming back very good. I went to rehab a bunch, and uh, unfortunately I got hurt again, coming back a little too soon. But looking forward to competing at region as my first meet. Let's talk about that for a second. You know, what, what happened with your first injury? Um, really just, it was, I was running, and it was cold outside, so obviously that doesn't go well when you're running fast. And I kind of just pulled up, and it, I felt a pop, and yeah. What was that first? What was that first recovery process like? When you with when and what was the timetable for that? Um, the timetable was three to four weeks, and the process was it was pretty hefty. It was a lot more than usual training. So I'd go to track practice after school and you know help out, coach, coach around, and see if anybody needed help with anything. And then I'd go to therapy, and then after that I'd go to the pool for about an hour, an hour and a half to really keep my endurance up in fitness. Do you think being able to just kind of like be kind of like a coach in a way, do you think that kind of kind of like 
it emphasized your love for the sport? Definitely, definitely. It, it really it recorrected my knowledge of why I do the sport is to help others and to encourage others. And you said that you had two injuries. What happened with the second one? Um, just a, it was another strain, but higher up. Unfortunately, I came back too. Well, I came back doing too much too soon. In your mind, what was that like? Knowing you had to wait more, and that hope, and just hope, hoping you were going to make that time. To hope you were going to make this timetable for region. Uh, very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. But um, luckily, the if, the times the physical therapist said it was about four weeks again, but that ended up being right on region day. So I'm blessed to still have one shot left in my senior season so it's all or nothing Let, let's emphasize that for a second you do have the you this is really your first meet of the year right mm -hmm. so what's what's this whole what's this whole process of preparation been like for you getting getting ready to be cleared and compete on region day um the process has been uh a lot it's i've been going to rehab a bunch doing a bunch of you know uh physical therapy, and then just mentally getting stronger because that, that was the main thing was being, it was a mental toll on me, not being able to compete my senior year and then my junior year too because of coronavirus. So it, it was hard, but it, it made me stronger mentally and I think that's what's going to help me out this for the upcoming meet. What are some of the things you've been, you know, critiquing yourself about or things you're looking at with your performance that you're hoping you can, you hoping you can follow through with on region day? Um, really just staying focused and not overthinking of what place I'll be in or how I'll do. Just really just trusting my instinct and the experience I have already with the sport. So this is really kind of like a streamlining, just get it done kind of thing? Uh, yes, in a way, yes. Because I really want to make it a state and I, I still do have a good shot even though I haven't trained at all. Well, I mean, trained as in running for quite a while. What with with this whole road you've been on, this whole path of recovery and the chance to compete again? How do you think you've grown? Not only as, a, how do you think you've grown as an athlete preparing for college? Um, I think I've grown greatly because it's it's taught me a lot of patience and really trusting the process, not getting too worried about little things. Like in the big bigger picture, this is all something that's gonna not be as important, you know, down the road, but. It really just it opened my eyes to why I do this sport and why I love it is to really come back and compete. So, and you you said that a couple times with everything that's happened to you. What does tracking as a sport and as a thing you do? What does that mean to you? Um, it means a lot. It means it's kind of something. Hmm. I want to say it means. It's, it's like a job, not like a job, but like something I really enjoy, like something I want to do in the future as a something that, that would support me like a job. Devin Barnett, everybody, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this iteration of Panther, Pit, or from Panther Nation Radio. We appreciate your readership very much. If you want to get everything about Panther Sports, head to www.theproudnews.org. We have everything for your Panther Nation sports fix. And we are excited to be covering region, which region for track, which will be happening on Wednesday, April 28th. If you can make it to Panther Stadium, head on down. It's going to be a really good time. All of our sports teams are going to be heading into the playoffs next, next week. And it's going to be very hectic and very fun. And I can't wait to be there for every second of it. 
Thank you guys for listening. From Stream City, I'm Daniel Stackhouse. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.